Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A regular on a Friday afternoon. It's always great to get one of the directors from Freshwater Strategy. Today, it is our man, Leo Shanahan. He's on the line. G'day, Leo. G'day, Jimmy. You got me? I got you. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Um, what's not loud and clear is what the Rugby Australia is going to do with the Melbourne <laughs> Rebels. We, we know they're investing or, or, or guaranteeing their existence for 2024, but... What do we anticipate beyond that? Look, uh, I think that is the uh, $9 million question. Uh, yes. That, of course, being the amount of money that they're in debt. Um, look, uh, there is a process going on, as there often is in these cases, where a, uh, a team goes into administration, PwC overseeing that. Uh, the full extent of these debts is often larger uh, upon further examination. Uh, I'm not suggesting that's necessarily the case, but it often is. Uh, um, the RA has committed to playing, paying the players uh, for this 2024 season, which mm. is good for them. It gives them at least some security. But you've got, uh, and guaranteeing their existence, obviously, in the league. Um, but what happens a year on? Look, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't want to hazard a guess. It, what, perhaps what it does do, and this is some silver lining in, in, in all of this, Jimmy, is give RA that element of control that they've been seeking Yep. Uh, for at least one of the franchises, which is very direct. Now, uh, for all the failings of uh, Super Rugby and Rugby Australia, you still have a Super Rugby licence there and it's got value on the market. So if you can establish an investor, maybe RA takes carriage of that team for several seasons if you can find that. There's some talk that that will be done in conjunction, perhaps, uh, with uh, Victorian government funding. Uh, they've come to the party before, but perhaps Victorian government is not in the business of bailing out sports anymore. We've seen their, their attitude towards the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. So, um, but what it could possibly do is give RA the ability to, I suppose, uh, refocus, reset uh, that franchise and possibly uh, sell it off in, in coming years to a new, in, say, high-quality investor. Yeah, okay, which I totally understand that point of view. What about this point of view, Leo? What about if Rugby Australia take the step back? And, and I asked the question uh, a couple of days ago uh, when the news first broke around the Melbourne Rebels. What have the Melbourne Rebels contributed as far as the, the mm. growth and health of, of rugby in this country? And I, I reckon if you're looking at it from player development, if you're looking at it from uh, garnering the attention of fans, success on field and off field, I reckon there's a big question marks around it. Yeah, look, I think that's a fair enough point as well. I mean, the crowds uh, haven't been overwhelming. There's been a very limited success, certainly no, no title. Um, rarely have they been in competition for the, for the semis. Um, so, and there's an argument too that by spreading some of that talent, that uh, rugby talent, some of those big name plays that they have attracted over the years, um, it almost it almost diffuses the ability of those players to play in stronger clubs, and therefore 
maybe some of the alignment that you'd see with the Wallabies um, yep. isn't there. Uh, however, uh, there is always the classic line and there is a lot of truth to it. If you don't grow the game, if you don't expand franchises, you're never going to grow the game. And if you want to be a niche East Coast private school sport, as rugby is characterised as, um, you know, not expanding to a market like Melbourne uh, will only guarantee that. That being said, is there an argument now that, you know, RA is going to start trying to find, to do something rather, you know, adventurous, shall we say, or even tricky with the licence? There's been concern around the way the Brumbies, uh, uh, you know, have, have been managed, although the Brumbies, from my understanding, are very, you know, viable financial position, um, albeit, you know, it's a tough one. Yep. Um, does Rugby Australia try and do something funny with sort of the licence, so like a relocation or a dual location between, you know, Melbourne and, and, and Canberra? You'd think they'd be mad to pull them out of Canberra altogether given the success of the Brumbies over the years, and it's one of the few actual rugby kind of cities in that sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, it's it's all on, and this goes to, I think, Jimmy, to parlay into some of the work that Freshwater's been doing on on rugby on um, rugby Australia and the state of rugby union in this country. Yeah, yeah. which yeah, uh, that was the next part of it. Freshwater strategy have just put out state of the rugby union twenty twenty four. Key findings coming out of that one, and I'm I'm looking at them, um, albeit uh, briefly, Leo. And that is basically there's a a huge amount of dissatisfaction with rugby union fans about the way things are playing out at at an elite level and at a grassroots level. Uh, level. How do you change that? Yeah, well, this was conducted uh, with, uh, with um, over 800 rugby union fans in the country um, on, on proper uh, on, on proper research standards uh, by our head of research, Dr. Mike Turner. And yeah, almost two thirds of rugby fans in this country, 61%, that the sport is heading in the wrong direction. More than two thirds of rugby fans, 69%. So rugby Australia doing a poor job, and many lack confidence. Uh, in the ability of that organisation to get the game back on track. Um, and uh, 71% say they're dissatisfied uh, with the development of the grassroots game. And uh, the 87% uh, say the game is, they, they sorry, they need to prioritise growth in recruiting talent from other sporting codes um, and ensuring that the Wallabies win more games, 67%. So... Interestingly, there was a finding that um, that uh, there should be contracted players at a school age um, to yeah. hold on to that school age talent, uh, which rugby has been hesitant given its uh, its its history as a kind of amateur sport uh, in the past to do. Now it does do it, but uh, obviously rugby's been losing these great young talents to rugby league, Sueli, yeah. uh, Crichton, etc. Uh, both the Roosters, conveniently. It always seems to be the Roosters. I don't know why that is. Um, hey, hey, hey. Cam Murray from the Rabbitohs says g'day as well, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So, look, these are these are fascinating findings and obviously um, do not bode well for the management of the sport and, and indeed the performance of the Wallabies. Most people think we're not going to win the Lions series and that's Wallabies fans yeah. as well. This was done before the appointment of um, Schmidt as the new Wallabies coach. Obviously, I think largely, uh, you know, it's largely agreed that he's a great appointment. Um, but uh, the findings are that he should be staying on, that the new Wallabies coach should be staying on 
uh, to the next World Cup. And that, at this stage, is not what Schmidt's commitment is. Mm. Just on that contracting of school-age players, so that might work both ways for, well, it might work one way for the rugby union, but a different way for the school itself. Because I just want, I'm thinking about Cam Murray and his father uh, was actually a rugby league player. So I don't know if he went mm. to the school as to play rugby just for the school or he went to the school to play rugby, which would be a key. And, and if they start talking about, well, you have to sign up now for Rugby Australia, they say, well, we won't go to the school. And it's a good point. I mean, look, at the end of the day, if these, if, if these guys are good at playing um, both sports, they have and, and should have the right to choose uh, which sport they cho- you know, they pursue professionally. Obviously, rugby league's got more money. And it's got, got a greater status, frankly, if you're you know, living in Sydney or Brisbane. It's probably a lot more fun to be a rugby league player day-to-day in a, in a big club uh, than it is to be a rugby union player and hope that you get picked up for the Wallabies. Um, so it is hard to make these players choose, especially at a young age. I mean, I went to a, I went to a rugby school in Canberra that, uh, you know, it's hugely talented players, including Matt, Matt Guido. And, uh, yeah. you know, these guys were playing rugby league up until both sports, you know, often on the weekend, up until their late teens. Yeah. Um, even if they'd made a commitment to unions. So it's, it is interesting. Um, but there's the how do you professionalise that early on for rugby union? Because that's, you know, not their traditional structure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's within schools and it still harks back to their to rugby union's um, amateur roots. Yeah. Um, Ronnie Guido, of course, Matt's dad, was a, a great centre for the Western Suburbs Magpies and the Canberra Raiders. So uh, rugby, yeah. league, rugby league pedigree there. Just on rugby league, and, and if we may be potentially talking about a retraction of the super rugby number of franchises. We're talking about an expansion from an NRL point of view, and there's lots of question marks mm. around P&G for lots of different reasons. And I know this is outside of the scope of any work that you've done, but do you have any thoughts on that, Leo? Everyone seems to be questioning, well, why would you go to Port Moresby when Perth are crying out for a team? Well, it, yeah, look, um, we actually have been working in relation to the Perth bid, uh, and, you know, um, we've, we've been on the record with that, and, uh, you know, we think Perth is by far and away uh, the most suitable option. It's it's an incredible city. Uh, it's it's sports mad. It sits within, rather than its time zone being a detriment, it would be a huge advantage. Yes. Uh, you could play within, you know, you can have a Friday night uh, late game. You could you could have a Saturday night game that's Sunday afternoon in Perth. You could play, you could have coast-to-coast games like you do in the NFL. There's all sorts of things you could do, and really, and broadcasters love that. Um, the money would be there in terms of sponsorship overnight and the ability to attract talent. I mean, put, put the financial burden, right, that a PNG team would place on the Australian taxpayer aside, because that's really what we're talking about when yeah. it gets down to draft tax. The Australian taxpayer is going to pay for this, uh, millions of dollars, uh, and then we're going to be in a position whereby they have to attract talent to play out of Port Moresby. Now, at, at, at least some games, because otherwise this defeats the purpose of having a PNG team, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you want to a, a, attract, you know, you tell these young players that their family's going to live there or that they're going to live away from their families in Port Moresby for months at a time. Um, whilst in Perth, you have this great lifestyle that will not only will attract players yeah. and you'll have, you know, there's incredible deals, obviously, um, the possibility that Perth could, uh, as discussed later last year, could uh, team up with... Um, uh, the Newtown Jets franchise, 
you know, Perth Jets, wouldn't that be amazing? You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's a perfect fit. Imagine having, you know, Jets v Tigers at Leichhardt Oval. I mean, it's, it'd be incredible. You could play a couple of home games there. So, look, I, I think um, you're, you're, you're preaching the converted on that basis, yeah. uh, Jimmy. That uh, Perth is the option, 100%. Uh, play out of Port Moresby, coach out of Port Moresby, administer out of Port Moresby. There is as many people going up there to work in the new franchise as there is to play in the new franchises. So that that's compounded as well. Leo, we've got to fly, mate. As always, great to chat, buddy. Thank you, Jimmy. Take Leo Shanahan there, Director of Freshwater Strategy, makes a whole heap of sense. They are doing great stuff in the market too, Freshwater. They are engaged in all sorts of uh, things at the elite level, um, talking about, and, you know, big concepts. Where do we put this NRL club? What do we do with this Super Rugby franchise? So always great to speak to Leo and the team at Freshwater Strategy. We've got to get to a break. After that, we're back with more.